We are ready. Yeah. Oh, it's me first. <laughs> I forgot. Okay. What do I... <laughs> I'm not used to going we'll first. Put her in charge. Oh, <laughs> we'll put her in charge. You did. <laughs> Season two of the Dare to Believe podcast. Hey, Rebecca. Hey, Christy. Are you excited about season two? I'm very excited about season two. We've got a lot of great guests for our listeners and interviews full of revelation, awesome stories and testimonies that will encourage and inspire you, our listener, for the more of God. So we want you to dare to believe. I'm here with Christy Grainer. Hi, Christy. Hi, Rebecca. <laughs> and you have an exciting announcement for us. I love that we have Emerge Transformation School coming up fall of 2019. Tell me a little bit about what Emerge Transformation School is. It's a nine-month school created for the working adult who wants to know more of the Lord and wants to learn to walk in the supernatural, to hear God's voice, to pray for healing. We literally teach people how to do that and stay biblically based at the same time. We meet every Monday night except for holidays from mid-September through early June. And what's really cool about Emerge is that we have satellite schools. So if you're not here in the Burnsville area, we can live stream to you. You can have a school in your location. All you need is someone to lead it and some students, and we, we will bring the school to you. Yeah, so it basically, if you're hungry for more of God, there is more. There Amen. absolutely is more. And this is just one of the ways that you can go after it. So if you're interested in hearing more about Emerge Transformation School, please go to our website, dare2believe.info, and click on the link. We'd love to have you there. Welcome to the Dare to Believe podcast. Mm -hmm. This is Rebecca Ribnick. I'm here. That's how you're supposed to do it, right? There it is. <laughs> there it is. And we're going to interpret some dreams tonight. That's right. This is part three of our dream series, which is has been really fun. We've been getting a lot of super positive feedback. So if you have a dream, yeah, submit it. Uh, uh, is it just on the website? Yep. I have to look at that. Okay. If you have a dream, submit it on the website, dare2believe.info. And it will be interpreted for you. If you want it interpreted on air in an upcoming episode, include that in your, in your, in at the beginning. Say, I, li I like this, or this may be used to yeah. interpret. We may yeah, or may not use it. But. Yeah, we may or may not use it. And we have a team of dream interpreters that we've trained. So it may not be us interpreting it, but it will be in a biblical interpretation. So That's right. Keep dreaming. This keep, is a good thing. God's keep speaking. Keep dreaming. So I had a dream recently, Let's Rebecca. Hear it. Okay, Let's hear so this is a dream I had a few months back, but um, in the dream I was teaching dream interpretation in my living room, but it was more like my parents' house. So isn't that interesting how it, I owned it, but it was my parents' living room. That's very interesting. And the house I grew up in. And I noticed a raccoon had come in while uh -oh. I was teaching. And so I'm teaching people, and it's hanging out watching this raccoon. And I noticed him several times in the dream, but it never caused problems and no one was concerned. And that was the end of the dream. Interesting. Yep. And I would call the dream the raccoon. The raccoon. Yep. And raccoons represent an animal that Bandits. is known for being a bandit. Yep. Yeah. And for going after shiny, pretty things. Because they, they'll wash things. They, they 
they just keep they, they go after pretty things and so they take things and they do steal yep so the lord's just warning me that as i'm teaching and as i'm moving these things i've got a calling that is a generational calling it's good it's in my parents living room it's something that i've inherited to to teach and release these things but um at this time there's something that is trying to spiritually steal from what i'm releasing and so it's just it's kind of a warning kind of self-condition kind of encouragement but it's important that i let the intercessors know then there's something spiritual going on need yep. a little extra protection exactly it's nothing to get scared about nothing to get upset about it's important when you get dreams like this not to stress over it no. because the lord's giving you the dream because he's encouraging <laughs> you and helping you it's not so oh my gosh he's throwing it in your lap and sure. saying all right He's now really you fix afraid. this problem all by yourself Here's yep. something yep. what are we going to do about it now he's or he's right and it's not what... like there's inevitable something bad's going to happen to you no it's there's something that you need to be aware of get rid of that thing yeah and the lord's showing it not so that you will be robbed from but so that you're not robbed from. exactly yeah have you had any dreams lately yeah, well, I, you're saying something just before we started recording. It reminded me of a dream I had. This is quite a few years ago, actually. This is okay. probably maybe five years ago, maybe something like that. And in the dream, I was with one of my best friends, and we were in Asia. And this is not long after she and I had actually been in Asia together and had had fish soup. But in the dream, we were at a restaurant, uh, fish head soup, which I actually like. In real life, this is a real life. Yeah, the, this it's like the good. Do you part. eat the eyeballs? I have eaten the eyeball. I don't enjoy it, but you know, because uh, it's like a big deal. I remember <laughs> yeah. when we were in there's Jamaica two, once, they so. served us. It was big honor. They gave us yeah, the eyeballs. There's only like, two. Oh so my gosh. Yeah. I actually really like the the fin because it's crunchy. It's kind of like a chip. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I probably should admit that too. No, freely. you shouldn't admit yeah. that. That's gross. I should edit that out. But so in the dream, I'm with one of my best friends, and we're at a, an Asian restaurant. We're in Asia. We're at a restaurant, and it, they're serving fish soup, and I can choose to have either fish head or fish tail soup. But it's your choice. It was my choice. I chose that, and I was like, oh, I want fish head, which there really is in fish head soup in mm-hmm. Asia, curried fish head, yeah. which is great. But in the dream, so what I was would like, you title the dream? Fish head soup. All right. So. I'd ask you emotions and things, but it's a pretty straightforward dream. So I'm not going to ask a lot of detail, but the, the Lord's giving you that dream because you are at a point in your life where you need to make a choice. Are you going to be the head or not the tail? You're going to get spiritual feeding. Are you going to be the head or not the tail? And yeah. there is a, a, a verse in Deuteronomy, I believe, or it yes. says you, you're the head and not the tail. Yes. And so that's kind of that's a, a point where you were at, but you had a choice to I make. Did. You were being served, whatever you, you had that choice. Yeah. It's an option. And it's important to remember God doesn't force these things on us. You don't have to be the head. You don't have to lead, but you can, or you can, you can be the tail. Yeah. It's it was your choice. a choice, but mm-hmm. I, I definitely was choosing the head. I chose the head. Mm-hmm. I'm the head, not the tail. Amen. Amen. So we've been getting lots of <laughs> cool dreams. I mean, we've had more than we can handle, and I want to uh, more than we can handle on a podcast. Episode. On the podcast, we can handle That's getting right. them. But um, and what's another exciting thing, Rebecca, is that we're in the process of getting ready to record the dream interpretation class. That's right. Ancient Hebraic dream interpretation class will be available on our website by the first of the year. So that's if not before. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, it'll be really fun so people can uh, yeah. sign up and, and study and take the class and start practicing um, for interpreting dreams. Yeah. yeah. And I, even if, you're, if you've been learning about dream interpretation, practice. When, when you yes. hear the dream, stop and think, 
okay, based on the tools and things I've been learning and what you, you know if you've attended any of the classes, what is going to come next? And then check it with uh, what Christy says. That's actually, <laughs> that's what I do. So, and it, it definitely helps. I've definitely grown. You're learning a lot. Yeah. yeah you're well, growing a lot who I that. get to hang out with all the time. <laughs> all right. So you ready for some dreams here, Christy? I am. Okay. Well, this is a, this is kind of a fun one. Uh, it's, it's titled The Surprise Mansion. And someone, a dreamer, sent this in and said, I had flown home to visit my parents. They had a surprise to share. They had secretly been building themselves a custom home, a mansion, for the past year. They wanted it to be a fun surprise for the family. I was so confused because I thought my parents had been having a little financial trouble, and this home had to have cost millions. It was palatial. I specifically remember an indoor pool and being a little disappointed that it wasn't an outdoor pool. I would feel that pain, too as well as a huge library the size of a bookstore complete with a kid's section for my children with slides toys playhouses etc everything was so grand and detailed and ornate the mansion was on a golf course with beautiful views my parents were very excited and i was excited too but also confused and surprised and a little hesitant my brother was also surprised but and felt similar to me about being a little confused when my tour was almost finished, friends of my parents from church came flooding in to see the house. Everyone was so excited to see it. I was seeing old friends and acquaintances I hadn't seen in a while, and that was fun. But I also got a little overwhelmed by the crowd. Overall, I felt surprised, confused, and excited. Cool. That's a good dream. Yeah. yeah. I've had dreams about surprise mansions. Have you? I I don't not. Oh. Uh, not yeah. yet. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah, Not I yet. love it. And what, what the Lord's really saying is there's uh, much more going on spiritually in your life than you are aware of. And that wasn't her mansion, but it was her parents' mansion. So there's layers to this dream. Some of this is for her, a little bit of it is for her family. A lot of it is for her spiritual family regarding her spiritual family. And so there is a spiritual inheritance in her family that she's not aware of. There's much more spiritual inheritance. We're not talking in the natural, there's going to be a big house built and there's something really going on. But her parents are a rich inheritance for her, have Mm, a rich inheritance for her. And they, it's much more than she knew, but also her spiritual. So probably the, the house, the, spiritual house the church the The spiritual community where she grew up there's much more going on there's probably a bit of a revival or something really fresh and good going on that she thought it was kind of what she remembers of that spiritual community is is that it was having a little bit of trouble it wasn't not spiritually doing real well and she is going to be blessed to know that there is a lot of growth going on there. So it's for her personal family, but also for her spiritual community. And they're, um, it's custom, so it's unique. Mm-hmm. It's not something like everybody. It's not a cookie-cutter church kind of thing. It's a, a, a new move. Um, but her spiritual parents and her natural parents. But, and with the indoor pool, that represents some, the, the people can go deep in the spirit. There's can play in the water. It's the presence yeah. of the Lord. Yeah. So things that something Holy Spirit wise is going on in that family and in that spiritual community, and then the library represents wisdom. So there is a lot of wisdom there. There's a big yeah. library. So there's yeah. a lot of understanding for, for adults and kids. There's a lot. Of yeah, stuff isn't that yeah. yes, absolutely. So it's not all about playing in the pool, playing with the Holy Spirit. It's also about wisdom and understanding. And then there's a lot of views, so you can see things. Sure. Yeah, it's a good view. So it's just a real blessing. But then there's a warning attached to that. or a, not, It's not like a warning, like a correction warning, but be prepared because it's going to be a little overwhelming for her when she realizes what all's going on. Sure, and, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Be prepared. Just kind of God forewarning and saying, hey, kind of prep your heart. Yeah. 
be prepared. But it's a very good dream. And it's yeah. about her, but it's also about um, her and her her spiritual inheritance through her family line, but also about the um, spiritual family line. Yeah, the body yeah. of Christ she was So would you of. say that it's, it's, you know, because I know that this this dreamer grew up in one church and now attends a different church. Would it be for both churches? Would it be for the one that she grew up in? I think it's for the one she grew up in because it's her parents. It's not mm-hmm. her house. It's her parents' house. And so it's where she grew up, where she was raised up. Um, and she she didn't ex- consider it. You know, sometimes we look back and like, oh, I wish I would have known there what I know now. I wish right. they would have taught me things. Right. And so she doesn't expect that church to be on fire and good things going on. And she's going to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. She's going to find that there are some things going on she never expected there. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's not to say that guy won't do something in the church where she is, but that oh. the dream was speaking specifically about the one she grew up in. Yeah. 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 So but, it's never limiting. What I'm saying is these dreams don't limit you to one thing. Right. It's just the Lord's highlighting or speaking about something. And you know what I find when we're doing dreams like this is that you start to hear, if you're if you're pretty good at hearing in the spirit, you'll start to hear things for the dreamer that isn't necessarily said in the dream. Mm. And what I've encouraged people to do is say, okay, I'm not, the dream didn't say this, but I'm hearing this from the Lord. I'm discerning this or I'm sensing this from the Lord. And then you tell them that part. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, because you don't want to not release something the Lord's telling you if it's good and it's encouraging. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So on that, I would, I would, I just feel like the Lord's saying that there's good things happening both, uh, both churches, which is very much like Him. There's Um, good things happening. You know, the body of Christ is just going gangbusters, isn't it? There's so so much more happening than we see. Yeah. And actually, if I feel a little discouraged, if things feel slow or just aren't happening in the time frame, or I'm not seeing it. I encourage myself by saying there is so much more happening. Mm-hmm. And I see, and then I ask the Lord to give me a little taste. Like, will you show me something I didn't see? Even last night I heard about some somebody I'd prayed with like nine months ago or something. And I hadn't heard the follow-up what happened. I heard some, a good report and like, oh, that was happening all along. And it would have been easy to have been discouraged thinking that nothing was happening. But you just often aren't aware. Is of that the good happening. report you told me about earlier? Yeah. So someone that was uh, seeking healing from a pretty serious disease is disease free. That's right. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. It's really cool. So back to dreams. Back um, to dreams. What I'm wanting to make sure that the listeners understand is we follow the presence of the Lord and the revelation of the Holy Spirit. You never want to do dream interpretation without asking the Lord what's going on. And you also want to be able to use logical understanding the elements that of th- what things might mean in a dream. Yeah. So for instance, when you look at the swimming pool, I know swimming pools full of water and I know that that would generally mean the presence of the spirit, but you also want to ask the Holy Spirit, is this accurate? So things I know in my head, but things the Holy Spirit tells me you need to ask Holy Spirit. Otherwise we get to be very logical in our dream interpretation and we miss a great deal of what the holy spirit is saying to the dreamer absolutely so you want a combination of both yeah and i equate it to bowling which i used to i used to be pretty decent at bowling rebecca do you know that in my garage i I have to say to that huh (laughs) well done christy i i um i actually have a bowling ball with my name on it in my garage well when it's winter here there's not much to do and yeah. i haven't gotten that thing out for <laughs> probably decades but you know i used if you to want be to good. see christy bowl go ahead and write <laughs> in go to dare to no i'm just kidding so so uh, what what when we're doing a dream interpretation it is like we want to make a strike we want right. to hit right down the center we want to get the best interpretation we can get and you don't want to be to the left 
which means you're getting only revelation and no no logical process no to training, it. No training, no skill. Exactly, yeah. no skill. And then, But you also don't want to be all logical thinking and no revelation. Right. So when you combine those two, you get the best dream interpretation. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That actually reminded me of a dream that I just that I had. I've told you about this one. We haven't shared it on air. Is I had a dream a couple weeks ago, and in the dream I was I was uh, in Hawaii or someplace like that on the beach, and I ran into Laird Hamilton, best big wave surfer in the world, and his wife Gabrielle Reese. Are you sure we didn't interpret this one on the air? No. Okay. Maybe maybe we did. I'll have to go back and listen. Okay. <laughs> I don't think we did. I think okay. I told you my Delpo dream, but not this one. But uh, we, anyway, I was, I, I was there and I was like, oh my goodness, there's Laird Hamilton. And Gabby, his wife, goes, we're going to teach you how to ride the waves. He's going to teach on. you how to ride the waves. It was awesome. And I look and one way down the beach, there's a bunch of jellyfish. And I started thinking like, oh, I don't want to get stung. I hate jellyfish. Which is true. I really don't like jellyfish in real life. Not afraid of sharks when I'm in the water, but I am afraid of jellies. Have and, you ever been stung? Yeah, quite a few times. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Gabby was just like, oh, we just don't go that way. We don't go where the, like the jellies are. We're going to teach you to ride the waves. Cool. Yeah. Well, so what would you title that dream? Learning to surf with Laird Hamilton. Yeah. And so Laird Hamilton to you is like, wow, the amazing, the best in the world. The very, very best. Surfing okay. The big waves. And yeah. his wife is. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're, you're who's talking to in the dream is the Lord. Right. Well, and Gabrielle is her name. Gabriel. Oh, is that fun? Yes, that is very fun. That's very cool. So the angelic, but also I'd say Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but you are being taught by the Lord. Yeah, you're being brought taught by the Lord how to move and really ride the waves in the spirit. I mean, super duper by the best out there, the, the ultimate is teaching you and you have been stung by some things in religion and in by stuff that you know criticism or harm or and you're a little bit worried about taking this big ride on the wave of the holy spirit yeah, the big move of god jellies. that's coming because yeah. mm-hmm. you've been stung yeah but yeah, the lord's going to show you i don't know we just way. don't don't go that way yeah just <laughs> okay. don't go there deal <laughs> yeah and it's it's cool in a dream you the dreamer always want we want to figure out what position the dreamer has in a dream. And you've had different dreams like this too. Sometimes in a dream, the story is all about you. If this were a story or a movie, it's all about the dreamer. Like if you, if you remove the dreamer from the story, there would be no story. Right. I'm not watching it. I'm a part of it. You're I'm a big part of to- it. smack dab. All, it's all about you. But there's times in dreams where sometimes it's about you and other people. And sometimes you are just observing in a dream. And so, when it's about you, the Lord's usually talking to you about your life yeah, um, and correcting something or giving you a, a word or an encouragement or talking to you about your calling or something about you. When you're with somebody else, you're probably being called to help someone or do something with someone. And when you're just watching, you're being called to pray about a, a situation yeah. and a, or a group of people or an issue, but it's not, you're not interacting with right. it. And um, a mistake people make when they're an observer in a dream is they want to tell people about it. Like I, if I dreamt about you and something was going on and I was not interacting with you, the Lord's asking me to pray for you, but I'm, I'm, it's not the right time for me to come to you and say, Hey, Rebecca, I had this dream about you. And this is all the stuff that happened because you wouldn't be ready to receive it at that point. The Lord knows when you're going to be ready to receive whatever. But if I'm in having the same dream and I'm interacting with you, the Lord's asking me to help you with something and interact with you. 
So it's important that you know yeah. what your place is in the dream. And if it's all about you, the Lord's dealing with you on an issue, good or bad. You know, he's just yeah. dealing with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on that note, let's jump into another dream. And let's let, this one is a, actually about somebody, the dreamer, dreamer is interacting with someone. So I think it's actually one of the scenarios, a little bit different than my surfing dream. Okay. That was very much about me. I think this might be about... Somebody else. Somebody else, right? Yeah. So uh, this dream is called My Friend's Convulsions. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. So uh, the dreamer said, I go to stay at one of my best friend's house to help comfort her while her husband away. Uh, In the dream and in real life, she's been going through a hard time. Her husband ends up being there anyway, and I get there really late. It's late at night when I arrive, and at some point, my husband comes too. It feels like my presence isn't necessary. It's superfluous. She's waiting on me to finish getting ready for bed and go back to my room before we can turn out the lights. So I go to bed, but I hear crying. I get up, and she's crying. I comfort her. I remember going back into my room and was at the top of some really steep steps and wonder if she's nervous about her daughter ever falling down the stairs. That's when my husband arrives. So that's the point in the dream when her husband comes. So then we're exploring the attic in their house. It's hard to get to. It could be easy to fall. There's lots of ledges to fall off of. But my husband, my husband's there. And he and I order pizza for them to be nice, to provide dinner for them. But it's like 1 in the morning, and we just all want to go to bed, but we have to wait for the pizza. I wish I could just go to bed, but I can't. My husband gives my friend money to pay for the pizza, but her husband already has money and both of them go and search the pizza guy downstairs. My husband and I climb back up in the attic. He's helping me up and I'm nearly slipping and not making it. I'm not afraid though because he's there. He and I then hear the sounds of like a toddler crying and we're confused. Uh, So we go back down and go check it out. What we discover is so creepy and it filled me with dread. It was my friend. She was under some kind of attack and having a convulsion. Her voice is creepy and robotic as she called out to help for us, called out for help from us, and uh, but she couldn't yell very loud. Her whole bo- body was convulsing and it looked like she was vibrating. Her eyes were rolling in the back of her head and thank goodness we'd come. Her husband is nowhere to be seen and I immediately lay my hands on her chest and begin to pray, say the name of Jesus. I didn't know exactly what to say. I felt really scared and unsure. I briefly stopped praying, stood up, and looked at my husband and said, we should call 911, right? But then I start praying for her again and keep praying. I begin to feel a little bit of peace as my prayers begin to end. Thank God for her healing, even though the situation wasn't changing. That's when I woke up. Uh, She said, the dreamer said she woke up at 3 in the morning, her heart's pounding, and the strongest feeling in the dream was fear, dread, and she was creeped out when she discovered her friend. She doesn't remember any colors in the dream, and it was dark outside. And she titled it My Friend's Convulsions. That's right. Wow. So she's having this dream. It's obviously a dark at night, so that you're not seeing all of God's goodness. When you want to um, know if a dream is from the Lord, you basically spiritually weigh the dream. It, uh, the Lord tells us about himself, and he says, God is light. In him there is no darkness. You know, he is light, and there is no darkness in the Lord. So when you are receiving a dark dream like this the lord is allowing you to have it but the truth of the lord is being dimmed okay the truth of god's goodness is being dimmed so she's getting to see a bit quite a bit of what the enemy's plan is although there is some of god's truth in there for her as well and in the dream her husband represents the lord so the Lord is in there with her, although she kind of gets him, invites him in a little bit later on. So the, the Lord is talking to her about is, again, it's another, both her personal friend and, because it's her friend's house, but it's mm-hmm. also probably the friend's 
life in church as well, because a house can quite often be a church. So it's, it, but if she's not, if the friend doesn't have a church, it may not be her, a church, but it would be her, her life in general, because your your house represents how you live. So she's involved in her friend's life. Mm-hmm. Um, she's trying to, she's giving her friend pizza, buying her friend pizza. She and the Lord are, and she's coming because her friend's having trouble. So she's coming to help her friend. She's trying to get some rest in this. She's, you know, her friend's waiting till she goes to bed the first time, but there is grief and there is sadness. So that she she comes out of there. She she is trying to go to the Lord's taking her to a higher level. She's going up that steps, but it is really hard. It's really yeah. difficult what she's going through. And um, usually with the Lord, things aren't that hard. So that would be, I would question if the dreamer were here. Oh, so tell me more about that hard journey up those attic stairs. But an attic represents a place where you store stuff. Your old stuff is kind of packed away, the dusty things, the family secrets, things like that are in the attic. And so she and the Lord are giving spiritual food to this woman and her husband, okay? They're, so they're trying to help them spiritually by teaching them, but they're not giving them a great meal. Pizza's like kind of basic. It could actually be her real husband, her, she and her, as a couple. They could be helping this couple, Yeah. Yes, they could be, but she and but she's also partnering with right. the Lord to do this. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, and it goes, it goes back and forth. Um, it's yes and. Yeah. So she could be doing that with her husband, but she's also partnering with the Lord. Right. And so they're 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 choosing to give them spiritual food, but it's not real healthy. Pizza is not the best food. It's just <laughs> kind of food. So they're they're. It's interesting that they're ready to pay the price, but her husband gave the money. So it's like Jesus paid the price even for things, but they're trying to pay the price for something. Mm. Does that make sense? Because yep. in the dream, her husband, the dreamer's husband gave them money for the pizza, but the woman and her husband took their own money and paid for the pizza. So the price has been paid, but they're paying for something yeah. that's already been paid for. So that's even in just that not great spiritual feeding, they've got the wrong perspective on things. Um, and then the, again, she's going to a higher place with the Lord, but he's going to show her some of the things that are probably hidden, uh, family secret kind of stuff, just some things, revelation, dark things, not good things. Um, but it is going to a higher level in the spirit because when you're going up, that's always good. But although then when she heard crying the second time, did she say it sounded like a child? Yeah. So there's something like a, a, ch- a childish in her that is really wounded. The, yeah, and the, the friend. Woman, the, the friend. Um, but then they had to go down then to care for the friend. And it's really ugly. So there is something ugly that is deal, is, is tormenting her friend. And she does need help. But she says to her husband, we need to call 911, right? Mm-hmm. And so she knows that she needs kind of an emergency. 911 is the, the, the authorities in the natural who come and can really deal with things, deal with, the spirit, with an emergency. emergency yeah. So this is in the spirit. She needs to call on the Lord and on spiritual power to deal with the spiritual emergency. So she needs she needs some help and she needs some urgent help to deal with her friend's issues. But she is called to help and she's there to help, but she needs the Lord's help. And her the Lord's right alongside her. Her husband's with her, even though the woman's husband is nowhere to be found when the ugly stuff starts. Yeah. So it's probably um, kind of the, the people who should be around her 
encouraging or helping her. They aren't helping her much. They aren't yeah. being a help to her. Yeah. Um, so it's a hard dream. That's a difficult that's dream. A hard one, yeah. But I would encourage the dreamer that a lot of that was dark. So that doesn't mean it has to happen that way. That's mm. not, the Lord's letting you know what the enemy's up to. But when you see the enemy's plan in in a war setting, when you see the enemy's plan, you know how to deal with things. Yeah. So here she's being right. She's been given an insight into what's going on in the dark spiritual things. Um, but the Lord's giving her an encouragement to know the enemy's plan. So what I encourage that dreamer to do is gather people around who will pray, bring in some spiritual authorities. Um, that means people who she knows can move in the spirit in a powerful way, but also ask the Lord. Yeah. We need help here. This is yeah. serious. 911. Yeah. Emergency. Yeah. <laughs> and the Lord will be faithful and will help her. Yeah. 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 But her friend is trying to do things, pay for something that has already been paid for. So there's probably something to do with healing or wholeness that sure. someone's that striving. Jesus already paid it's, for. Yeah. It's causing a lot of pain and a lot yeah. of brokenness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's an instance where the dreamer's in it and she's there's a yes, part of it, but right. it's, it's not necessarily about her. Correct. She's a part, it's part of her. It's partly there. Yeah, she's not, asked, asked to do something. It's not just pray for her. She's asked to do something to encourage this friend. But isn't it interesting, in the dream, she was trying to get her rest. The friend was waiting for her to go to bed. But then they get pulled out of their sleep. So there's rest and intimacy with the Lord is, is what going to your bedroom and going to sleep and represents this time of intimacy with the Lord. But that gets disrupted. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's part of the tactic against us as well. If we're not receiving our spiritual rest and our spiritual sure. intimacy time with the Lord, yeah, yeah, we get we get dried out. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good example too of a dream that doesn't feel very good. That's that's actually pretty scary and had a lot of dread and fear on it. That we're saying, hey, you get, you're getting a glimpse into what the enemy's planning. The yeah. Lord, he's he doesn't he's not the source of dread and fear, you know, not that in that sense, but he we'll use that to our benefit. He'll use what the enemy plans for our benefit. And here we get to see into it and see see what the enemy's planning and come up with a solution, come up with a great strategy. Right. When you know what the enemy's doing, you can counteract it. Yeah, And so absolutely. then, Lord, we just pray for these this dreamer and her yeah. friend that they would have strategies from heaven and that they would have peace and revelation from heaven on what to do and how to do it. And we just release yes, peace Lord. over the dreamer and her friend and yep. that whole situation and anyone involved in it. Just peace and breakthrough in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Hey guys, just a quick break to tell you about a couple of upcoming events at Dare to Believe that you will not want to miss. First off, we have a prophetic school, August 22nd to 24th. This is a three-day, 20-hour course where you get to learn how to hear God's voice consistently and accurately with clear biblical teaching. This is featuring our very own Christy Grainer and the president of Streams Ministry, John Thomas. So this is a special event. It's a one-time sort of thing. And I really encourage you to check it out. For more information, go to our website, dare2believe.info. And if you've been enjoying these dream episodes, I want to make you aware of an upcoming Dream Lab Sunday, August 25th from 7 to 8.30 at our ministry center in Burnsville, Minnesota. It is an opportunity to hear some teaching on dreams and also have a dream interpreted. This will be featuring our very own Christy Grainer and the president of Streams Ministry, John Thomas. 
it will definitely be worth your while. It's $10 if you register in advance, $15 at the door. Go to the website, dare2believe.info for more information and check it out. You ready for another one, Christy? Sure. Okay, so this is kind of another heavy one. Uh, and we and I, we got quite a few of kind of heavier dreams this week. And I think sometimes those are scary for people to remember or want to remember. So I actually think it's a good thing that we're getting some of these because God's still speaking really great things, giving us great insight and wisdom. And he's got a theme going on here that you don't have to be freaked out if you get a, a yeah. dark dream. Yeah. He's still bigger. He's still the, bigger than mm-hmm. a bad dream. Mm-hmm. So this one is called shooting during adoption meeting. So in the dream, the dreamer says, I was in a meeting at church with a bunch of acquaintances. In real life, I remember only one of them. She's the adopted sister from Korea of a good friend of mine. But I think in the dream, I knew the others too. It was daytime during or after church. We were in the corner meeting room at the church full of windows and light. We were discussing adoption and the topic began to move toward adoption. There were four adoptees in the room, one of whom I knew more than anyone else, possibly knowing even more about him than he did about himself. And we heard a shot and saw out the windows that a man wearing a backpack, a red backpack, was holding a white plastic lemonade pitcher out in front of him and running away. We realized the pitcher was a disguised gun. He ended up running in a big circle because he saw no one was following him and he turned to come back to the church to keep shooting. In the room, we all got down on the floor, and I was scared. Four people ran out of the room, and as they ran out, the shooter shot each of them. But as he shot them, one by one, we heard him call out identifying information about the person he was about to shoot. For example, two of the people were a recently engaged couple, and he shouted, Engaged! right before he shot him. I was terrified and and turned to an African-American man next to me and asked if we should phone for help. He looked and acted resigned, helpless, and hopeless, but said he was sure Christ Church, which is the name of my home church, I guess it had turned into my home church as opposed to the church she's at now uh, at some point. He was. The man said he was sure Christ Church security would be here soon, assuming they heard the shots, but he clearly wasn't going to take any action, and I was so scared and also frustrated and confused that he wouldn't at least try to get help. Then I woke up. Interesting dream, and another one where we're trying to call for help. Yeah, another one, Mm -hmm. but very different from the last dream that was uh, dark and at night. This one is brightly lit, Mm -hmm. lots of light, windows, Mm -hmm. daytime. Mm -hmm. And so the dreamer is in a church setting and in a very brightly lit corner room. So it's part of the body of Christ, but Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of an aside. Mm -hmm. And people are meeting regarding adoption, which is a very positive thing. Lots of people had been in the room had been adopted, but not all of them because we're, yeah, but most of them. So it, again, this is more about adoption in the body of Christ. It's adoption and people understanding who they are and that they're the, the spirit of adoption, not the spirit of adoption, right, not correct? Physical adoption, adopting correct. a child to your family. So it's about spirit of adoption and the goodness of what that means and like and Romans probably eight, the spirit of adoption. Correct, correct. But also in the natural that adoption's a, a beautiful thing. So there's a move towards knowing who we are in Christ, but also towards adoption in the natural. So that's just, those are good things. Those are wonderful things. And there is a spiritual enemy. What the Lord is warning about is those, that's all light, that's bright, there's windows, it's good. But there's a spiritual enemy that hates that. And he comes disguised, his backpack is anger. So the enemy's carrying angry anger. So he's angry about both the spirit of adoption as in Romans, but also adoption. Yeah. He doesn't like it. No. He'd rather have 
people baby's stay gone. You'd rather have things, yeah, without a family, right, yeah. and isolated and alone. Um, so he's angry about that, but he comes with a pitcher of lemonade. And what does that represent? That represents refreshment. So he comes pretending the enemy is pretending he's refreshing the body of Christ. He's at church. He's pretending he's refreshing, but he's bringing death and destruction. And he calls out, he's angry, and he knows people, and he knows what the call is on their life. Mm -hmm. And he's calling it out, and he's taking them out. Now, that doesn't mean that people are going to physically die, but the enemy's trying to take them out, because they're, they'll, so they'll lose that heart for adoption. Mm -hmm. um, and it is affecting the body of Christ. And the name of the church is really what this is all about. It's Christ Church. It's not that church. It's Christ Church sure. in general. So what did the dreamer say about Christ Church? It just said at some point, she, the oh, the, the man that she turned to and, and was like, uh, shouldn't we do something here? He said, I'm sure the security at Christ Church will, will do something. Okay, so um, that's a warning and a state of being in the body of Christ. So this dreamer is being called to do something, to call 911, to call for help, and to, again, ask the Lord's assistance in this issue, not just to be passive. But there is a great deal of um, belief in the body of Christ that will just sit and wait for yeah. him to act. Said resigned, hopeless, yes. and helpless. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And so that's how a lot of the body of Christ, how Christ church acts, is waiting yeah. for somebody else to do it. Yeah. And the Lord's calling this dreamer to know you know, you're being called to do this, to call for 911, call for help from the Lord. Uh, it's not on her to take it on herself, but it's on her or him, I don't know, to um, to seek the Lord for help. So it's a spiritual emergency, and don't be passive about it is really what the Lord's saying. Yeah, so the Lord's, the Lord's asking his church yeah. to call for help from heaven. And step up. Yeah. Yeah, and step up. And... So the end that there's a spiritual enemy who hates the spirit of adoption and the whether it's in the natural or spiritual he hates the spirit of adoption, and he's coming after the church and he's he's calling people out and he's taking people out, um, and 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 masquerading as the gun looked like a pitcher, a lemonade like pitcher. So sure. he's mask masquerading as a refreshment, spiritual refreshment when he's actually causing. One of the ways you can distinguish if it's if it's good or not is the anger. Oh yeah. 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 The anger, the backpack is anger. Yeah. 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 Would you say this dream is for the dreamer or would, or is it a corporate? Well, I think the dreamer is called to, to be involved with other people. Cause if you took the dreamer out of the dream, there's still a lot going on in that dream. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's a, it's a it's kind it's of a, both again. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So exactly. There's, there's something that God has for the dreamer. You would encourage that the dreamer to ask the Lord, what what that calls and even just to make intercession and pray that everything the Lord has to release all the adoption that the Lord has released is released on earth. Like it, it, our prayers are important. They, they create an opening for these. And that the church of God, the church of Christ seeks help from him and That's doesn't right. just passively wait for something to happen. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But it's also a call to the body of believers. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's a, an interesting dream. It probably felt a little heavy and scary while you're having, but it's actually good. The Lord's saying, hey, this is what's going on. This is my plan. My plan is the spirit of adoption. Mm -hmm. And the amount of light does make a difference. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. But the Lord also revealed who the enemy was. The dreamer saw what the enemy was up to. And it's interesting, when guns are shot in a dream, it usually means a spiritual authority. So the, the, there may be a spiritual authority in the body of Christ that's actually causing more harm shooting people looking like it's going to be a refreshment but actually hurting people yeah 
yeah. again, that anger is a good, a good tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Chris, you got one more in you? I do. All right. Well, let's stick with the theme of dark, heavy dreams. <laughs> <laughs> and be encouraged. And be encouraged. Yeah. The Lord is still on his throne. Yeah. But we're not ignoring the fact that there are dark, heavy dreams out there. Just like right. when we talk about healing, we're not ignorant to the fact that there's a need for healing. There's people that are going through pain and that are suffering. We're, we don't bury our heads in the sand and say this doesn't right. happen. We just know that our God is good and that his plan, even through these dreams, is to bring all the things that he has in his heart to fruition here on earth. And what I'd like to encourage dreamers to do, if they are aware they're dreaming, sometimes when we're dreaming, we're aware we're dreaming, ask the Lord, where are you in this dream? Mm. And if it's dark and it's scary, ask the Lord, where are you when this is happening? What do you want me to know? You can't always be that aware, but it's almost a form of prayer. Lord, you're showing me this is what's going on. Help me understand where you are and what you want me to know here. And sometimes we can get quite a bit of almost information from the Lord while we're dreaming. And I've also um, seen it change during the dream where you'll start to see the way the Lord wants things to work instead of the way the enemy mm, has that's things. Awesome. So you can be aware. Think of it as a way of praying. Is If you're connected to the Spirit of God, you can ask him. Yeah. Where are you in this dream? What? Where are you when all this is going that's, on? That's great. I love that advice. So you've got another dream. Okay, one more dream. Okay, so dreamer says, I was in my childhood room at night. It's It was dark. There was enough moonlight coming in through the window that I could just make out the people and the room. As with my younger sister and my dad, my younger sister and I had swords. My sister by accident stabbed me in the face. It was a terrible wound and I could see the bright red blood. I could barely breathe because of the blood. I knew my sister didn't mean to. It was just dark and she couldn't see and she was goofing around. I knew my sister was going to hurt our dad and so I had to stab my sister. I stabbed her in the chest to protect my dad. I knew I was dying, but I didn't want anyone to panic, so I just accepted it and tried to hold my face together. Our dad took my younger sister as she was dying into his arms and said, you are good, you are good, you didn't mean to do it. And then my sister said, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I remember thinking maybe I will live. And then I thought maybe I won't live. And the dream was so vivid. I woke up. Dreamer said the colors were dark except for the color of the blood. Uh, the, and the emotions were fear of hurt, my sister hurting my dad. Fear of making them panic after getting hurt. Sadness that my sister was dying in my father's arms. Fear of dying and hope that maybe I wouldn't die. Also, when I woke up, I knew that it was not about my real sister in real life, that she symbolized something. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, it's not cool what happened. Well, but no. And, and she also yeah. points out, again, that the, the wounds were in the face and the chest. Yeah. So her. I'm just going to tell the dream back because that helps me sometimes to, to remember the dream. So the dreamer is in her childhood bedroom in the home she grew up in, and she's uh, it's dark. And she yeah. and her sister both have swords, and her sister attacks her and cuts her face. And yeah, they're just playing with them, and she get catches her. Yeah, but she yeah, and she yeah. knows she didn't mean to, but she cuts her face, and um, and then she knows also knows that her sister is going to hurt her father, and so she stabs her sister in the chest to keep her from stabbing her father or hurting her father. And her father takes 
her sister, dying sister in his arms and says, you're, you're good. But she also, the dreamer is holding her face knowing she's going to die. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, just kind of holding her face and you don't die from a wound to your face usually. So that's interesting. So what we want to ask here uh, and think through here is certainly it's a dark dream. So she's mm-hmm. seeing again, the enemy's plan, but she has a call on her life and the swords represent the sword of the spirit. Mm-hmm. So the word of God is being used to hurt people really yeah. is part of what the dream is saying here, yeah. which is a sad thing, but that's not the Lord's plan. It's in darkness. Yeah. Yep. Um, but her, she is hurt in her identity her face, what people see. So it's an attack on identity, mm-hmm. but also that the church, the other sister represents the church and the church mm. is hurting Father God. So what she is feeling called to do, this the dreamer is to take out something in the church because the church is hurting mm. Father God. So it's not necessarily kill the church or kill the person and the identity, but it is a death to something. Mm. So something in... The dreamer has to die because in her identity, so she needs to, maybe she's got a false identity that the Lord's dealing with. You need to know who you are. You need to know that you're good. You need to know that God loves you. You need, you know, you need to know those things. She may not fully know her own identity, but there's an attack against her identity. But um, the church is also going to hurt Father God, so there needs to be something that dies in the church. Mm. And the Father knows that the church is good and yeah. loves the church, and so grieves over something that's got to die. But something's got to change in the church because it's hurting it's hurting the Father is what that dream's all about. Yeah. So this dreamer is probably um, got a real gift for prayer and intercession. Mm. Um, but so that some of it's for the dreamer, but a lot of it's for taking care of something in the church. But it's the Word of God in both ways that brings the death, death to the identity, and maybe it's just an attack against your identity. Um, but the death, yeah. Death is usually not, it's usually a spiritual death to something. Mm-hmm. So there's probably attack against your identity. Yeah. That's not good. But then that, um, it's probably, it's come from the church. Yeah. 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 That's hard. Yeah. Anytime the church uses the, the word to hurt someone. Yeah. And unfortunately, that does happen. People use the scriptures mm-hmm. in really wrong ways that don't reflect the heart of the Lord. And right. People get hurt when that happens. It is the sword that's given to us to defend truth, but it's used to hurt people instead of yeah. help them. Yeah. And this happened in our childhood bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the so part of that is part of that is personal. There's something going on for her and for her you know, her, the intimacy of her rest and restoration in in where she grew up. But part of it is for, um, her spiritual inheritance as to what, what kind of situation or learning she grew up in spiritual learning. Yeah. When we're talking about dreams, it's spiritual things. It's not necessarily natural things. It's usually spiritual things. Right. And in this instance, it's not her real life sister. Mm -hmm. The Lord's not speaking about that. He's speaking about, uh, his, her her sister, the, right. the body of believers. Right. And yeah. what's neat is that the Lord told her that as she's waking yeah. up. Like, don't worry. Because you kind of are going to panic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. But so. something is going to die in the body of Christ. And, and she's used to use the word in the correct way to mm. bring death to the... To the bad thing. The bad thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how would you counsel... What, what piece of advice would you give to this dreamer? 
Well, first I would tell, I would pray for the dreamer and encourage them that they need to learn to wield the word of the Lord with love and with compassion, with mercy. I also would encourage her to get people praying for her so that this is obviously a lot of it is the enemy's plan to take out the church and kill the church and kill things in the church. So get people praying um, and call heaven to earth. This doesn't have to be the way it is. Um, but also just get prayer for herself because yeah. it's a very dark dream yeah. and, and dark is an absence of light and in God, there is no darkness. So ask the Lord, can I have that dream back? I actually know many people. I've got great testimonies of people who've had horrible dreams and said, Lord, could I have that dream back? And could I hear it, dream it your way? And they've had the same dream, only it's a different outcome mm, that's great with advice. wonderful results. That's so, great advice. Yeah. I would actually say to any of our dreamers today, mm-hmm. of these dark dreams, that's a great, great thing to do. You know, pray and take, take action based on what is available to you in the dream, but also to ask for the dream back, to see it, to see it when there's light. Yeah. What does it look like? And see it God's light? way. God's way. Yeah. Cause if it's dark and it's painful and it's horrible, there's something that's not God's way. He's letting you see the dream and letting you see the enemy's plan, but then ask him, what is what is your, how would you say this should yeah. come out? How do you want this to yeah. happen? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I'd like to pray for protection over our dreamers. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would want people to be excited to dream this is a little bit these are really hard dreams but the lord's got a theme going on here so we're we're, we're going running with, with what it. we're running with and it we're not afraid of hard dreams uh-huh. and our dreamers don't need to be either no our and, listeners and, don't need to be either right and don't shut down because you get a hard dream because it, it, the lord may be letting you see something that's bad but you don't accept that it's going to have to happen that way but you see the enemy's plan so then you need to partner with heaven to change the outcome yeah Yes. So Lord, I thank you for dreams. I thank you for the people that are listening, that are dreaming. Would you release even more dreams over them, Lord? Would you speak to them even more clearly? And we release encouragement and blessing and hope over our our dream life. I declare protection uh, that you would keep our our spirit, soul, and bodies protected as we dream, Lord. And we just declare that greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. So Lord, thank you that you are hope that your name is hope, that you are light. In you, there is no darkness. And so, Lord, we welcome the revelation you bring us in dreams, the wisdom you give us in dreams, and the power that comes through knowing what you have to say about situations, good and bad. So we bless the dreamers, Lord. We bless what you're releasing. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Christy. Yeah. Thanks, Rebecca. And thank you to our all our listeners who send in dreams. Again, if you have a dream that you want interpreted, uh, go to our website, dare2believe.info, and follow the link there. Um, and if you want it to be used uh, in a future episode, go ahead and write that in there that you give us permission to use your dream. All right. Bless you. Thank you for listening to Dare to Believe podcast. We are grateful for you, our listeners. You can find out more about us at our website, daretobelieve.info. That's dare, the number two, believe.info. Also, to make sure you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes, subscribe to us on Apple iTunes or however you listen to your podcasts. And go ahead and leave a five-star rating while you're at it. Thank you, guys.